Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media at four in the morning. <sighs> I'm your host, Pre- oh, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> tired, what should we, what, what should people, not we, what should people do? We should sleep. Oh my like, God. subscribe, and tell a friend. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to be this bad. Like, oh I'm, man, this is a great start already. I, this my, is exactly where we're going. My for. most recent cup of coffee hasn't worn off yet, so I was thinking that maybe this could go somewhat smoothly, but it's not yeah, smoothly. My, but it is not. Oh God, <laughs> that's what my one AM Taco Bell run was supposed to alleviate. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh, welcome to what we decided would be a good idea for a tradition. We're regretting uh, that. This is the last episode of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to do a year-end review. So we're going to talk about all the movies that have come out this year. Uh, in case you can't tell, our voices are somewhat softer today. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like I said, it's four in the morning and we record at my parents' house. And they're asleep right now. Yep. So we're trying not to just scream across the house. Yep. Um, this tradition came about because last time... Both of us were booking it out of town the next day, mm-hmm. like the day after Star Wars came out. Right. And we got a late viewing. So we went, saw it at, at like 1045, got mm-hmm. out at like one, came, recorded our review, and we had to record this episode. Mm-hmm. And we were just so tired. Yep. And flashback to last episode, if I cared enough to <laughs> to take the actual audio clip, I would, but... I was like, to the point where I was like, this is a water bottle. Why is that funny? <laughs> it's just the highlight of that fucking episode. Uh, but we decided that it would be a good idea to make it a tradition that the year in review would be a super sleep deprived. Um, so not that, our not our best idea. What have you done so far today? What's your day look like? So I woke up to a text from you saying, should we record an episode before stuff happens? And I was like, we should. And so I showered and put on clothes and then we went and we recorded our episode about aquaman which has been out for a couple weeks at this point mm-hmm. and then had some lunch real quick and then we went and saw into the spider-verse mm-hmm. which was excellent mm-hmm. and then we went and recorded a review for that which was less excellent but a pretty good review by our standards really you didn't oh wait what i mean it was less excellent than the movie Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. Yes. By, yeah, by comparison of the movie, yes. Right. But a pretty good review as far as our yeah. standards, our high quality yeah, standards. Yeah, we literally about. just were raving about the movie the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. Well, I, I went home. You immediately sat down and binged the entirety of season three of Game of Thrones. Yep. Um, I went home and, well, I had dinner and then I watched a couple episodes of Game of Thrones uh, and then I watched uh, the movie Roma, and then I went back and watched more episodes of Game of Thrones with you, and now I'm here. Yep. I woke up at 6 in the morning, took an 8 a.m. final exam, <laughs> went immediately after that to record an episode, gave us an hour to eat, Yep. went to see the movie, went to record, immediately started binging the entire season three of Game of Thrones with Tiercy, Yep. and then came here. Yep. You've been awake for nearly 24 hours. I have been awake. Holy shit. Yeah. I have been awake for 22 hours and doing shit all day. Yeah. I am very tired. Uh. I haven't closed my eyes today. I haven't even tried to take a nap. (laughs) 
Uh, so I'm I'm deteriorating. We're kind of hoping this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, well, oh wait. So for the sake of being funny, yes. Right. <sighs> so that's our news, Matt. What you up to? Um. Well, aside from all the stuff that I've talked about on our Aquaman episode and our Christmas special, uh, I've also watched Coco recently. Finally got around to that. Oh no way! Yeah. Is it actually, like, good, or is it just something that was, like, a few things were pretty decent and it was all right? It was actually, like, good. I mean, Pixar has, despite a couple of recent setbacks, has high standards to maintain. Yeah. Um, It's probably not in my top five Pixars, but that's a hard spot to take. (laughs) It's not in your top five Pixar movies. (laughs) Get out. Get out is in my top five Pixar movies. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good Pixar movie. It really is. Yeah, real good kid message there. Yes. Yeah. Um, All about friendliness and togetherness and Right. Yep. Yep. Um no, it's it's probably not in my (laughs) top five. Mostly mostly because there's three Toy Stories in the way. But yeah, that um, was kinda hard to dethrone. (laughs) But it's it's in the competition. Um it's it's, it's got a really good surprisingly deep rich story uh, a lot of stuff to stay it's got some really clever and interesting ideas and there's some stupid stuff because it's a kid's movie yeah but absolutely it's um it's deep and it's heartfelt and it's just another another winner by pixar mm-hmm. um yeah so i heartily enjoyed that uh that was the only thing i was going to talk about on this one you got anything in particular you're going to talk about no okay it's i mean I mentioned this on the Aquaman episode and it's probably not going to change for the Christmas episode and it hasn't changed for this episode. Yep. Uh, it's been finals week and I have been up to one thing and I talked about it on that episode. So yep. unless tomorrow at some point I can read a few yeah. volumes of green arrow, <laughs> it's going to be nothing. It's going to be this awkward imbalance of we have three episodes in a row where we're just stretching our, what you've been up to is really thin and then we're not going to see each other for like three weeks and do yeah. a bunch of stuff because we're not in so school. And like, yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and just do an entire episode of what you've been up to. Honestly, pretty much. We could probably do that. Yeah. Or, we could, well, no, I don't really want to do that because like then I'll forget what I've, everything about the stuff I read over the break if we try to write notes. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do that. All right. I haven't done that in so long. Oh, wait, I did it for Aquaman episode. Yep. Sort of. Well, that... If you would call those notes. We were finishing them as we were recording, basically. Yeah, we, were, we sat down to record, and I was like, oh, shit, i got to finish my notes. And I just quickly pulled up Wikipedia. Hey, at least you actually had notes. That's fair. Uh, all right, so you're in review. You're in review. Um, what? Good or bad Good or bad year for movies? Um, Pretty good. Uh, wasn't, I think last year and the year before were both better on average but there were some real highs this year Mm -hmm. um i did want to say that i found that it was really interesting go back 10 years and tell somebody that among the best movies of the year are going to be an animated kids movie starring interdimensional travel a sixth entry in a 20 year old action franchise headed by a 56 year old movie star the first half of an epic superhero movie, a movie about a musician starring its first-time director who's not a musician but trying to play a musician, a gimmicky horror movie also by a first-time director but this time someone previously best known as an actor on The Office, 
and a black and white Spanish language drama on Netflix, produced by Netflix, with literally no recognizable faces in any of the roles. It's been a weird year for movies. Sorry, legit zoned out. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that this time. I think I caught maybe two of those things. Okay. Uh, so, in I order... Caught, caught uh, A Quiet Place. Yeah. So, in order, uh, Spider-Verse, yep. Mission Impossible 6, oh, right. Infinity War, uh, yep. Star is Born, Quiet Place, Roma. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't know a quiet, uh, 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 Roma and... Uh, what's this? Asfinity War? I, I, I'm already that was, in the middle of saying the word Asfinity. I was tired of the joke. That was really bad. Just, I immediately self-loathing. Yeah. Uh, no, but my point was like it's it's been a weird year in yeah. that those were the good movies. Yeah. And just from a superficial description, you can make them sound pretty silly. Yeah. What would you say are the top two flops of the year? Uh, talking flops in terms of like just really bad uh really bad that was supposed to be really good uh well i don't think fantastic beasts 2 was ever going to be good oh that's definitely a flop but but it, i guess not supposed to be good but like the calling it a blockbuster mm. and just being garbage i would uh, put i would put fantastic okay we'll do two things the ones that did poorly in the box two that did poorly in the box office mm-hmm. and then two that we think had no right to be made. You're really trying to get me set up to say solo somewhere in here, aren't you? Oh shit, that came out this year. This is <laughs> literally all this episode's going to be. Episode is going to be you saying a movie and me forgetting that. Yeah. That. Okay, where would which of which two would you put solo in? Then. Uh, I well, I mean, it, it was up. it was technically a flop. Yeah. I don't think it actually ended up making money at all. I don't think it had, I don't think it deserved to be made. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then Fantastic Beasts just was just terrible. Yeah. It was god awful so bad it was so unbelievably bad but yep. made up for for with uh the combination of spider-man into the spider-verse and the phenomenal aquaman movie that we definitely saw and yep indeed yeah remember that time when aquaman said he's not the man you think he is oh wait i don't think that's him oh no that's definitely mara talking <laughs> oh no that's Volko. <laughs> no that's dr shin hang on i got this you'd hang think on. that this would be so fresh in our minds it would be having so just fresh. seen it tomorrow it would be we stay on Manta's trail, Iwara. Right. That that iconic line. That actually could very well be in the movie. Yeah, it's true. It's entirely possible. <laughs> I don't think they're going to put Iwara. I don't think they're going to put the others in that movie. Yeah. There's too many just super unknown characters in there. They're not going to do that. Yep. There's an aqua dog. Look at the bottom right or bottom left. Oh. Aqua yeah. dog. Look at that. Hey. Golly, golly so gee. in case you couldn't figure out what that joke was, we haven't seen Aquaman yet. Uh, we're Comes actually we're tomorrow. seeing it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so what I decided to do is I brought an Aquaman comic along and I just randomly pulled up a page with him saying something and made that line. Yeah. I'm going to throw those in there every once in a while just because I have nothing else that my brain will contribute. Yep. <laughs> All right, Matt, uh, what do you want to talk about this episode? <laughs> well, we started talking about, I guess, incidentally, one of my points, which was that uh, non-superhero blockbusters kind of had a bad year uh-huh. between Solo and Fantastic Beasts, uh, Ready Player One which also oh, yeah, that... somehow came out this year. Oh my god, it's been such a long year, guys. It's been such a long day. <laughs> Did you know that Dark Knight also came out this year? Dude, it and... feels like it's been at least six years since that came out. Yeah, also Godfather 2. 
at least 30 years, give or take. In Casablanca. 70 years? Give or take. Give or take. (laughs) A couple (laughs) decades, maybe. (laughs) No, it was was early 40s, I think, so. Oh, wow. You're pretty close. Pretty fucking close. Yeah, that was a good guess. I'm impressed with myself. Nice. 80 years, 78 (laughs) to 78 years. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Okay. Uh, Let's see. Um, Ocean's 8 was pretty good. Oh, that did come out this year. Yeah, Yeah. that was really good. That was a good... uh, We have no news... I feel like we can pretty much talk up to date. We have no news on if they're going to do Oceans Nine, Ten. Yeah, I mean it had a it had a good opening weekend. I think it fell off kind of hard, but still enough to turn a small profit. Well, that came out what May? Uh, no. Sure. I feel like it was early, like right before summer. Yeah. So because that's the only thing I can imagine that mm -hmm. would drop it off is the fact that it was overshined by like things like Infinity War. I mean, it was definitely after Infinity War. Oh, it was. Infinity War was end of April. Remember yeah. they pushed it up? So April, so May, uh, June 8th. It was June 8th. Oh, okay. That's right. I don't know why I remember that so well. Yeah, that sounds right. June 8th. Okay. Um, yeah, that one was pretty good. Jurassic World 2 was pretty good. Yeah. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Um, wasn't perfect, but... Wasn't perfect, and a lot of people really hated it. Yeah. That's a, another one that's just become weirdly divisive. Yeah. Like I, I liked it. I'm, I'll watch it again if it's free somewhere. Yeah, I I went and saw it at the theater again. Oh, I feel like I remember you not liking it as much. I came out of it about as high on it as you did. Look, Maybe man, more so. I'm at 22 hours of being awake right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I liked it. I fully admit it's a pretty dumb movie, but I was very happy to turn off my brain and enjoy it because there's lots of pretty dinosaur action and fun stuff. Um. Good year for superhero movies, though. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, in the MCU alone, Black Panther, Infinity War, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, which, if Ant-Man and the Wasp is your low point, franchise low point for the year, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Um, we also had Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. That was a, a decent movie. It was watchable. That I cannot stop just thinking about... I. I'm so close to going to see it again on Sunday. Yeah. Like, I just, I want to see it again because there's so many things that I'm sure I missed that I yeah. just want to pick out the little things that that are appealing to the comic book readers. Yep. Also, I'm pretty much just borderline reading this Aquaman comic right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, we had Aquaman this year. We or did. We'll, we'll have Aquaman we, this we year We will still. have had Aquaman by the time this oh, movie comes man. out. Podcasting verb tenses are just like... I don't even know. Yeah. We could do a whole episode on how verb tenses work. And, All right. Let's just... Uh, we also had Deadpool 2. We did. Yeah. Uh, which Damn is it. pretty good. Incredibles good. 2. That was almost incredible. It was, yeah. It was okay. Decent. It was not as incredible as the first Incredibles, but yeah. it was incredible... Incredibly... Pretty good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the appropriate adverb. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, and also Venom, which... That was incredibly, incredibly all right. Yep, fine. Um, yep. I don't know. I have I have a ranking of those. Well, I had a ranking of those eight, but I kind of just slotted Aquaman in where I thought it was going to end up. Where do you think it's going to end up? Um, well, let me start from... Let's go from eight up. So okay. number eight, Venom. Uh, number seven, actually, Incredibles 2, which should speak to the quality of the superhero movies this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six was going to be Aquaman. Um, okay. Then number five was Ant-Man and the Wasp. It feels like a yeah. reasonable spot. All three of those, I think, are kind of going to be on par. Yeah. Um, 
and then jump up to number four, Black Panther. Number three, Deadpool two. Number two, Spider Verse. Black Panther. Yeah, that was February. God damn it. Yeah. No, I put Spider Verse at number two, and Infinity War at number one. Last semester. What was my last? Well, I guess two semesters ago. Now that I could, now finals are done. It's true. What was I taking? Because like all of this stuff, being in school. My entire year feels like it was just this semester. Right. Like, I've pretty much fucking disregarded everything that's before the beginning of the semester. Yeah. So, like, things like Black Panther that were last beginning of last semester, it is just, like, decades in the past now. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, um, I agree. I agree with that. I think Aquaman... I think Aquaman will probably be higher than Wasp. Okay. Batman and Wasp for me. Not Black Panther high, though? As much as I want it to, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Black Panther had a lot going for it. Yeah. the It had a lot going for it. It had a lot of backing with it. There was There's mm-hmm. some just barriers that Aquaman had to go through. Hoops that it had to jump through. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think it just needed to... It, it's an improvement from the, end, from the last ones, but I think it's more of a stepping stone to potential future greatness. Okay. But... Um, do you agree with Infinity War over Spider-Verse? No. Okay. I, fig- I figured you probably wouldn't. I also, it, I, my brain cannot register things that are happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spider-Verse, I think, I don't know. We're also on a, it was today. Yeah. I am We're running on a bit of a high. so high on that right I now. I might be overcorrecting a little um, bit. Um, I think it does so much well for what it needs to do Mm -hmm. that and it and it treats as someone who is a very active comic reader Mm -hmm. that knows so much about like the history of this stuff Mm -hmm. and has done like i know a lot i know about as much i i would almost say more about comics and their Actually, the technicality of comics mm-hmm. that you do about movies. Okay. Like, I know the histories of them, the like, the all these little nuances, things that are pretty much referenced in this movie. Like, the yeah. Comics Code Authority joke that, right. like, you I never would have gotten, gotten had gotten I not explained it to you about 30 times. Exactly. Um, Wait, I, so, I saw that that, like, flashed up on the screen, and you, like, leaned over and punched me, and so I knew that I was supposed to react, but could you explain it to me again? No. Thank you. <laughs> I would not be able to I'm anyway. really hoping you weren't going to bite no, <laughs> actually no. Do it. <laughs> you want to get me to not Preston and you just get me on 22 hours of being awake yeah. I, I will not press at you um, no but it's I think uh, for me personally I think the reason I would put it up there is just because of me personally that it treats me like someone it it respects people who read the comics mm-hmm. really really well okay it puts things in there that it's a, just another level of fascination and it the whole movie makes me i was telling this to tears the whole movie made me feel like i was reading a comic book mm-hmm. um she asked if it was similar to the scott pilgrim versus the world and that's got like some aspects that are like, oh, kind of comic yeah. booky, but this one makes me feel like I'm reading a comic book, right, on a movie screen, yeah, um, and I fucking love it, right, um, I, so I think just and the craft work, 
there, there's yeah. such another level of craft work that goes into something like that than Infinity War. I'm obviously not to slam Infinity War. Infinity mm-hmm. War is a close second because the amount of effort that went into building up to that for 10 years yeah. to make that what it is. Yeah. Um, but I just think that uh, Spider-Verse is just a whole other level of, like quality i had nowhere else to go with that word <laughs> yeah so that's I, I i mean i see what you're saying and for me spider-verse is going to be a close second mm-hmm. um i think infinity or wins out for me it, assuming i'm not just overcorrecting for having seen it today yeah exactly seeing spider-verse today um i think my argument for infinity war is the like just unprecedented scale and scope yeah it's it's one of the most comic booky movies that they've been able to pull off seriously yeah like this is not a movie they could have made with a straight face 10 years ago. Yeah. It would have felt like green lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were able to make just this massive nonstop action, hyper comic booky movie. And cause they've built the trust over the 10 right. years. And I mean, yeah, there's a good argument that a lot of that's just due to the previous movies, Yeah, but they used that goodwill perfectly to build a, just a really good superhero mm-hmm. movie. So, there's a good argument either direction. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. I think this is. I think to get a really solid answer from really either of us is to like watch uh, Spider Verse a couple more times, mm-hmm. give it a few months, and then go back and watch them both again. Yeah, to give them kind of a side by side. Yeah, clear analytical. Uh, yeah, decision on that. I'll I'll think about it more when I actually get around to writing my review, which I'm sure has been written by the time this episode is up i hope probably Unless we never I'm, did the twitter I'm review expecting. tweet review so far uh i did i did do a review on taste though okay so we, so can, we can get we that can, out pretty we can borrow from that pretty, pretty soonish yeah um speaking of superheroes it was a good year because it saw the revitalization of the menu yes after a year in which we got luke cage season one and no we didn't get luke cage season one in 2017 that no. was 2016 but we did get iron fist season one in all its glory. Look. Look. I am so sleep deprived. You start mentioning shit like Iron Fist and I'm going to think I'm actually asleep having nightmares. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to start having just straight hallucination nightmares. Yeah. With season one of Iron Fist. Like I'm going to feel like someone's just going to punch my door down and then he's going to complain about not being who, what, something. I'm rich and I'm spoiled. Yeah. Mm, fucking terrible season mm, yeah god damn it and then we got the defenders which was i, I kind of liked it it was better <laughs> it was better an improvement than, from better iron than fist. season one of iron fist is not saying very um, much but no we did get i mean even disregarding season two of iron fist jessica jones and luke cage we got season three of daredevil which was just orgasmic <laughs> that's the right word for it it really is um we never did a review you want to rave about daredevil season three for a couple minutes let's rave about daredevil season three um just the fact that they kind of went back to their roots about crafting how you see the villain yeah um like we've talked about this all the time that like what really affects my view of a movie or show is how the villain is done yeah. Um and this one you've already got Fisk developed. Mm-hmm. You de- you so instead of establishing him you you further develop him with right. this which they didn't have much to go with it. You pretty much had him where you wanted him to be. Yeah. Um but then you had this new character to establish that you 
you are put in his position. Yep. Uh, and just watching the watching the gears click, or watching the cogs mesh in his brain, and then just see like a pebble stick in one, and just the entire system come unraveled. Yeah. Uh, just scene by scene, essentially with him was phenomenal and insanely well crafted i can't get over yeah. the the spinning when he's tossing and turning I'm into the that upside shot. down I'm shot just replaying it in my head right now oh it's so good Oof. Yeah. um just from a even from a casual moviegoer someone who like i watched this season very like pretty soon after i moved in with andrew mm-hmm. who for people who don't know is a film student right. i started to actually learn stuff about how cinematography works mm-hmm. uh from him so i was really new to it but still even with like my limited knowledge i was able to pick out these things that were done explicitly to put you in these uncomfortable positions yeah and my left temple just started throbbing <laughs> <laughs> god damn it uh, oh it's hitting guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh terrible season three man it's so good it's so good season one's still better <sighs> i disagree yeah Anyway. I don't want to have that argument right now. Uh, um, so, non-superhero movies. Non-superhero movies. Uh, well, Netflix got a, the year off to a bad start between... Um, Didn't Bright come out this year? No, that was the end of last year. But oh, then they God. started off this year with uh, Cloverfield Paradox and The oh, Titan. Yeah. And, um, oh, see, I think Titan had good moments. Enough good moments that like it kind of makes me want to go back and watch the good moments. Like when the guy like goes crazy and throws his wife out the, like that's an intense scene. If you say so. All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really didn't like that movie. No, I was. It, mm. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think there was just it's one of those movies. I think that might be. I think that might have been my unpopular opinion. Should have done that for that okay. episode. That I don't think anyone a cares about the guilty movie, pleasure. Of mine that that was actually like all right movie for me huh? all right i mean that's fair yeah you're, you're wrong but it's okay all right man you're, you're allowed right. to be wrong all right yeah. all right man all right all yeah. right listen yeah netflix also started out the year with mute which i really liked but no one else apparently did didn't altered carbon also come out yeah that was a tv show but oh that's true well so was daredevil season three yeah um but no one cares that's a that that's a thing yeah no, altered altered carbon was great yeah um you should watch that at some point, probably. Probably, probably once season two actually is happening. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I think officially on the cards, but yeah, because they cast uh, Falcon. That's right. I don't know what that means. The guy who plays Falcon, uh, Anthony Mackie. Oh, oh, oh! I yeah, thought you said the cast like a character named Falcon, and I'm like, that means nothing to me. Yeah. No. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So. Um, what if Altered Carbon Season 2 is just the Falcon Winter Soldier spinoff series? <gasps> that would be... So illogical. Uh, that's such an out-of-left-field suggestion that I haven't had time to process <laughs> it with my sleep-deprived brain and decide how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm going to go with... No, that's... Um... We should just move I think, on. I think you broke me. Oh, good. Uh... <laughs> Let me see your notes. I want to... 
Okay. Let's see how let's see how this is going to work. Let's just throw some more more sticks in our spokes and just Okay. Uh yeah, the whole the whole more. first half of that one was my whole spiel about how this year's been weird for movies. So you can skip that. Oh, part. I see that. Okay. Um, um so how about uh Tom uh, Jack Ryan? Oh yeah, that was um oh, that was my whole point was I went into this year like I could probably pick John Krasinski out of a lineup, but I didn't like really know that much about him yeah is his name john krasinski it's john krasinski okay i freaked myself out there for a second <laughs> yeah it's no it's the sleep it's the sleep deprivation yeah yeah uh, no i i went into the year basically i don't think i'd ever seen him in anything i was like okay i know he's married to emily blunt so minor jealousy there yeah um but he seems like an all right dude and i knew crunt that it's crunt have you not seen that video nope oh my god it's emily blunt and she's like Hi, my name is Emily Blunt, and uh, this is my husband, John Krasinski, and he's like, and you guys might know us better by our couple name, Crunt. And she's like, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> and he's like, Crunt, it works. And he's like, it, it works, it's great. Uh, it's great. I love yeah. Crunt. Oh, that's good. <laughs> or Blazinski. Yep. Like no, Crunt. but but anyway, so I started off the year and I saw Quiet Place, which was phenomenal. Um, wait, give me the cards back. Oh, God damn it! what? There's a joke I don't want to have spoiled. No, give it back. I don't even know <laughs> what joke you're looking at. Uh, so, saw Quiet Place, which was phenomenal and I really liked and had him in it. And so I was like, oh, okay, this John Krasinski guy. And then the Jack Ryan series on Amazon came out and I was like, oh yeah, that's good too. And then I started watching The Office recently and I'm like, oh yeah, this John Krasinski guy. So I guess I'm kind of going backwards a little bit. but. Mm-hmm. So you're not even paying attention because you're just trying to track down I, this joke. I was, I, no, I was vaguely listening. You were okay. watching all his stuff in backwards order. Yeah. yeah. So now I know who John Krasinski is. So you're, you were getting some Krasinski John. Yeah. I don't know where your joke is on this. Okay. Well, you, can you just... Can what I have the, the card, fuck? Can I have the is cards? it just... The, is it that stain? That ink stain? Yeah, that's it. Can I have the cards back, please? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm lost without my cards. <laughs> he has no idea where to go. My glasses. I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> Yeah, this is all scripted for him. It's just like uh, me riffing off of things that he writes down. By scripted, I mean it's just like random things. No, I like that's the first time I've actually gotten a good look at your notes, and it is goddamn nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes about as much sense to me. So there's there's that. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah. So we also got House of Cards season six this year. So. Uh-huh. That took Netflix's cred that had built up a little bit with the getting the menu back in Altered Carbon for its original TV shows. Knocked that down a peg. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta balance things out. Yeah, there must... For every Fantastic Beasts, there's a Spider-Verse. Yeah. And vice versa. Yep. Spider-Verse. Vice versa, for fuck's sake. I hate when people misspeak, misspeak that phrase. It's vice versa. It's it is? Vice, yeah. Oh. It's it's like the same thing that like it's et cetera, not et cetera. I know you say et cetera. Yeah, I know that But like that it's, it's vice versa. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd always thought that Viso was the What's pronunciation. The, how, do, how do you pronounce I came, I saw, I conquered? Uh, Winnie Weedy Weeky. Okay, good. Because you harp I, on that one a lot. I, I do a lot. <laughs> People always like, Vinnie Weedy Vici is like, because Winnie Weedy Weeky doesn't sound as like intimidating as like, I came, Vinnie I saw, Vinnie I Vici. conquered. It's just like, Winnie Weedy Weeky. Like, it, V's are pronounced with a W. That's why you get like, um. Wine. No. Vine. Oh shit! I wonder if that actually is Latin. It's got a Latin. I mean, it word. definitely is. 
Because, like, in Spanish, it's vino, so... Oh. It's come straight from Latin. Oh, shit. That's interesting. I didn't know that at all. Ha. Um, but Latin. reason W... So, like, kind of think this is one of those things, like, W mm-hmm. is just two Vs mm-hmm. next to each other. W. So, that's why it makes a W sound, because it's two Us. You look at, like, Brutus written in... Because they can't, like, really do a Oh, yeah. U. It's like... <laughs> yeah. So, like, that V is, like, a U, essentially. Okay. Um... So there's that, uh, and C's... I definitely explained that wrong to a kid this week. <laughs> uh, C's are never pronounced, uh, ch or s at all. Uh, it's always a k sound. Oh, just like an elfish. Sure. I took two years of Latin, so I know actually like a pretty decent amount of Latin. Well, I have, you know, I've still studied elfish for my entire lifetime. So there's that. Is that Daryl's cousin? No. Claryl. <laughs> Claryl. <laughs> what the fuck was that name? Uh, Claryl. That's a thing now. Oh, You're boy. You're stuck with it. Yep. That's Claryl. Claryl's the cousin of Daryl. Your, your, why, guys, holy shit. How did we even start on this stage? Where did this come from? <laughs> something it got something on Latin, Latin somehow. Yeah. Oh, because you said and vice versa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Man in the High Castle season three. I'm, I'm still watching that. <laughs> I love your just like fuck any attempt at trying to bring it back subtly. You're just like we're back on track. Subtlety is not the name of our game. No, 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 no. Not our <laughs> mo. That's the thing I was thinking of. Modus operandi. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Is that about right? Modus. Modus. Modus operandi. Yeah. Except, is it, if it's a U, wouldn't it be modus? Operandi. God damn it. <laughs> Have I taken the wrong lesson away from <laughs> You've this? You've taken the wrong lesson. You've absolutely <laughs> taken the wrong lesson. Perfect. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What's the actual, like, declension of that? Because modus... So it's like the... the obviously, mode, mode of, of operation. operation so... Uh, I, it doesn't matter. Hmm. Let's see. I'll go get my Latin book from something at some point. I'm sure it's upstairs. Mm-hmm. But, anyway. Anyway. Um... Netflix has sure been doing better with its movies, though, recently. Good Lord, are we, do we have anything left to talk about? No, I actually do. <laughs> okay. Um, no, because they did... Uh, well, they're actually finally getting, like, some real prestige movies. They had mm-hmm. Mudbound last year, which got nominated for four Oscars, and I think Was one the prestige on it? Couple. Uh, it is on Netflix Cause sometimes. Because you said... You I, said I, I, I know what I said. Prestige movies. Yeah. Um. So in your first lesson of Latin, you can always say the farmers like little girls. It's Agricolae amant, Agricolae amant, oh fuck, Agricolae amant, parwam puellam, there it is, Agricolae amant parwam puellam. Okay. It's always, that's all first declension, first conjugation, stuff like that. Prestige movies. Yes. Um, So yeah, well they got, they got the Coen Brothers new movie, which admittedly was not a movie so much as it felt like six anthologies six loose ideas that the coen brother andrew described it as it's like coen brothers wrote these ideas down thought they were good enough to see the light of day but not good enough to warrant like an entire movie or a tv show or something um i feel like this is what my entire career would be with like stories and creative Mm -hmm. stuff it's just like i i can't put the effort in to make a full feature like comic series or something like that well, I mean, in fairness, these, like, ideas were small and self-contained. Yeah. Like, they would be short stories if you wrote them down. Yeah. As opposed to Roma, which would be a novel if you wrote it down. 
hey, that was a good segue. I'm going to totally not derail it by drawing attention to how good of a segue it was. How long did it take to write that movie? I don't know. Some say it probably wasn't built in a day. Oh. Oh. Oh my god. Uh, What's with your face uh, right now? <laughs> I mean, is it any better normally? No, like you had like eight extra wrinkles on your forehead during that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I had that's on top of the 14 that are normally there. Right. No, but I had this thought while watching Roma. I was like, this movie feels like watching a novel. And you don't get that very often. I think Call Me By Your Name is one that did that. Um, but So I'm going to talk about Roma for a little bit, just because I just saw it, and it's fresh in my mind. Okay. Uh, it's directed by Alfonso Cuaron, who directed Children of Men, which is my favorite movie of all time. And also Harry Potter, The Prisoner of Azkaban, was directed by Alfonso Cuaron. I just heard Cuaron. a weird sound outside. And I'm paranoid, and also the fact that we didn't close the door all the way so it wouldn't beep again when we left. You okay. keep talking, I'm just going to blame it out the door. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Alfonso Cuaron directed Children of Men and Harry Potter 3 and Gravity. That was the other one oh. that I was thinking of. Um, and so now he directed Roma, which is... Uh, I think semi-autobiographical, though I'm not sure exactly which character he was supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, given that the main characters were mostly women. <laughs> but it was set in Mexico in the early 70s, which is when he was growing up in Mexico. Um, it's entirely black and white, um, mostly Spanish. There's a little bit of English and a fair bit of Mixtec, Mixteco, I guess which is a like Mexican Mexican Texas. indigenous no it's a oh, it's mix, a it's a Mexican oh. indigenous language oh interesting the Mixtec people were like oh like that's an the actual... knockoff Aztecs okay basically cool sort of. that's probably gross oversimplification yeah but is this um, the one oh never mind that was a different thing that I was thinking of no not that one I don't know I don't know what you're thinking of there was uh, a movie that you talked about like recently talking about how they'll speak the language and you, when it feels like they would actually speak those languages daredevil season one right yes that yeah um yeah so it's um it, it's one of those there's this particular kind of movie that i have a strong bias towards where it's not like a discrete story where there's a beginning and a middle and an end and there's characters and arcs it's like here's this group of characters that will interact let's just cut a slice out of their life and show that mm-hmm. and there will be some major events in their lives in this slice but that's not going to define the arc of the story mm-hmm. it's just going to be a story about people living their lives and this is kind of one of those um but it feels more literary more like a novel in that it's very predictable but in like the best sort of way Mm-hmm. like if you're paying attention he'll always throw in like a little detail that you know what the next scene is going to be about interesting um at least thematically it's almost like the um fuck what's that movie that's the bar the what? bar hop where the title the name of the bar tells you what's going to happen at the bar uh world's end world's end yeah it's not that subtled or like uh, subtled 
that's a word um it's not that obviously like metaphorical it's more just like okay this is clearly laying the thematic groundwork for this progression mm-hmm. and it's that sort of it's it's like a, it's i mean it's a very slow movie because it's again not really an arc or anything mm-hmm. but it's got this sort of inevitability to it that makes it just really powerful yeah. and really interesting and really different okay um so I really like that. I'm really glad that there's an outlet in Netflix for these sorts of movies. Yeah. That are It's almost like it's becoming the image comics of TV a little shows. a little bit. Like it's it's less like images um they basically just like let you come in and print things under their label as long as yeah. they think it's like somewhat good. Yeah. Um, I mean it's it's partly a dumping ground for crap like Cloverfield Paradox, yeah. but but Netflix is probably a little more stringent on what actually gets put out there because it's a lot more money to... It's money for them to produce it as opposed to Image where it's like, you do your own stuff, we'll just kind of yeah. like put it out. But I mean, they have a massive budget for original content. They're throwing around like uh, nine, ten figures a year on original content. Lord. Yeah. Um, and so they can afford a few flops and they're just pumping money into a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Outlocking, that was another one that I forgot to write down in my notes netflix original which we'll talk about it more when we yeah do chris pine or chris the christmas episode yeah that one should have been a tv show that's all i'll say for that oh it was an actual movie yeah and so we talked about this yeah i talked about it i don't know what you've been up to gotcha um yeah uh speaking of netflix originals they released um sort of released annihilation um, back in the beginning of the year, but only on international Netflix, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, that was sure a movie. All right. I mean, it's one of those ones where like it sticks with me, even though I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really well made and I liked quite a lot of the parts of it. It didn't come together in a remotely satisfying way for me. Yeah. But it's one of those ones where I just kind of sat through the credits with a stunned expression on my face yeah so did we have any dc movies this year aquaman earlier this year no because the last one would have been justice Justice league League. right in november yes that's fucking crazy yeah we're just getting one a year right now we're supposed to have like we were supposed to have like two this year yeah well flash was supposed to be this year originally right uh i think so yeah I think Cyborg was also supposed to be like the very oh, first. Yeah, might have been when they had their original five-year plan. Yeah. Well, that's gone. Yep. Oh man. Yep. All right. Let's see. Do so, I have Do I have anything else? Did you have something? What would you say if you could only see one of these movies? If you could go back and only have seen one of these movies, what? So two parts of this very beginning of the year you could only have seen one of these movies which movie would you choose to see if you knew all these movies were coming out and i could only pick one yeah and you and you just from your impression of what it was going to be um probably would have been roma because it's directed by the guy that made my favorite movie okay and it sounds like the sort of thing that i'd really like yeah um now looking back if you had known how you how much you were going to like each one which one would you choose Ooh, now that's tough. Um, 
I will say that the obvious answer is going to be Infinity War because I would hate to live in a world where everyone else has seen that and I haven't. Okay, that's a fair logic. Uh, barring that logic. But... Barring that logic, um, Quiet Place is one I could watch over and over again. Um, Roma, again, I really liked. Spider-Verse I could watch again and again. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this is like... Okay, so you're... Yeah, so actually, you're... maybe Mission Impossible. Okay. Well, this is looking back like you know how you liked it. Yeah. If it was just the one movie that you saw this year. Mm-hmm. Like you had one ticket and you could use it. Probably Quiet Place because that's the one that just impressed me on the most different yeah. levels. Okay. So you would like, right now, you if you had to go back in time to January 1st, you'd yeah. give your ticket and be like, you're going to go see this movie and no other movie. Yeah. You'd be like, got it. I wanted to see Roma, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. It's on Netflix. I don't have to buy a ticket. You fucking defeat my logic. <laughs> ha. Broke your thought experiment. Um, what about you? Huh? What about you? Honestly, probably Spider-Verse for both. Okay. Um, Aquaman never hyped me up as much as the yeah. Spider-Verse did. Yep. Uh, you did threaten to boycott it at one point. I did. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I haven't gone back. I technically have not gone back on that yet. Yep. I will have gone back on that within... Boy, oh boy. Hey, it's 4.20 a.m. Um, Plays it. Uh, I will have I gone on, gone back on that in the 15 hours. 7 o'clock. 3 hours to 7 o'clock a.m. But in, Plus yeah. 12 hours to 7 o'clock p.m. 15 hours. That's how math works. They let me teach math to small children. They, they do, and I'm sleep deprived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, no, I would probably choose because looking forward, I, I could tell that it was something that was very artful. Like, yeah, it was from the first trailer. That, that first, like, teaser where it's just like a minute and we barely see anything. Yeah, I either. was like, this looks amazing. Yeah. I love that they're actually giving Miles Morales the time of the day to actually do a full feature film. Mm-hmm. And then looking back, like, I just want to watch it. Oh, so many times. Yeah. Um, that's the most that's the most intelligent question I could ask about this. Okay. I have a point that I've been kind of sitting on for a long time that I wanted to discuss. Okay. Um, is it just me or has 2018 kind of been the year where Hollywood realized it had to insert an awkward girl power moment into every movie? Case in point. Well, we got two movies that were kind of entirely... Case in point or case and point? Case in point. Okay. Uh, Incredibles 2 was basically about Elastigirl kind of defining her own role as a superhero. Yeah. Uh, Ocean's 8. We're going to make a good female-centered movie. It's Ocean's 8. Infinity War had kind of the awkward but still satisfying girl fight shoehorned into the final battle. Yeah. Which... That was fun, but it was also kind of clumsy yeah. the way they did that. Uh, Jurassic World had Claire turn into a superhuman and show up and save the day. Oh, yeah. At the very end with the, the shooter thingy. Yeah. Gun. That's the word. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Shooter <listen>. thingy. <laughs> if you had our kind of day, you'd be doing the same shit. Yep. Um, but it also led to the very final shot of A Quiet Place, which... Oh boy, love that shot. 
I wouldn't really put that one on the level of like it's just a weird girl power thing. I think it's just it's a power thing. I think it's it's a character. Yeah, I mean, I, I think thing. I think there was probably some conscious realization that this is going to be a girl power moment, but it draws organically on the built up characters and built up plot to that point, which yeah. is why it feels so natural and satisfying. Unlike, yeah. say, the Infinity War or the Jurassic World one. Yeah, I think it's. I think the point you're making is valid. In that, now let's see if my brain can. I'm getting to the point where my brain thinks I'm drunk. Ah. So I have to very carefully piece together my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Oh, nope. Come back. It was gone. It, it's gone. Come back. It went out into the ether. Come back. Fuck. Shit. What we're talking about. Oh my god, girl guys. Power. There it is. It's, the, <laughs> it's, it's hitting. Okay. Okay, so uh, I think it's the realization that we need to put more equal strength in male and female characters mm-hmm. but hollywood is still so white male centered that it's struggling to find good ways to do that we're just kind of bad at that right now yeah yeah uh so it is just it's taking a movie that it like it's kind of like the a comedian made a joke about this i can't remember who it was but like the he or she mm-hmm. you're like saying if you're ever going to a movie theater with your friend and he or she it's like an afterthought mm-hmm. where like they made infinity war and were like shit or she yeah and just kind of threw it in there okay That's i think point. it's just hollywood and you know society because we're just that way and we need to stop being that way um does what it does and it just naturally because of our patriarch patriarchal society develops these male centric power moments and it's self-aware about that and just needs to like put them in there so it's i don't really fault hollywood because it's definitely an uncomfortable territory right it shouldn't be an uncomfortable territory but it is an uncomfortable (laughs) territory and giving them credit they're trying however like try harder (laughs) <laughs> it just it felt like a fumbling first step in the right direction it did it um i think a I'm trying to think of an analogy for that i got nothing yeah well i think the the more centralized in hollywood you get the more clumsy it gets mm-hmm. um but the more indie you get the better it gets so quiet place was reasonably independent yeah um widows which i hope to have seen by the time this episode is released, but have not as of this recording um, is a strong female centric story, mm-hmm. but that's more independent. Um, I had a third. Oh, Roma actually almost accidentally feels really hmm. like, like it's definitely deliberate. There's, there's a couple of lines. Oh, I closed my eyes for a couple seconds too long there and I almost <laughs> fell asleep, but it's wow. Um, it's got some good Roma has some good uh, girl power moment. It's not the right way to say it, but like woman strong moment. There's all right, it's, it, but it, it feels again so natural to the story. I think because it's more independent, it's made by it's not made by a system. It's made by a person. I think Aquaman's going to handle this not especially well. 
I feel like they're going to handle it better than some of these other ones. Cause like, yeah, it's going to be better than Jurassic world's version because yeah, like, so for that one specifically, like all these seem to have just this overly male populated cast with a single female Mm -hmm. and the single female does one thing, Mm -hmm. but like Aquaman is Mara and Aquaman are partners. Mm-hmm. Mara's the one who's experienced in all this and is like dragging this Aquaman along. Yeah. So she's the one that does, like, she's the one that's fighting the army of Black Mantas mm-hmm. while Aquaman's fighting one. Right. I think there's going to be a lot of like, sh- there are definitely going to be awkward moments where she's like, yeah, girl power, but like the rest of the time it's just like, if they just let her carry it, mm-hmm. I think it, it could actually be pretty good. Yeah. Also, Mara's a fucking insanely badass character. Yeah. Just in the comics in general. She's awesome. Probably a good analogy there with, like, Elastigirl from Incredibles. Yeah. That felt more natural. It's like, yeah, she's just actually a really good character. Yeah. And so we'll just let her be a good character. All right. Okay. Shells? Top five movies of the year. Go. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, See, I'm trying to remember what the movies are again. You want me to go first? Uh... I'm going to say Spider-Verse, number okay. one. Uh, get, uh, Quiet Place, number two. Okay. Okay, you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count down. Uh, number five, Infinity War. Number four, the first trailer for Mission Impossible 6. Number three, Into the Spider-Verse. The first trailer. Number two, Roma. Number one, Quiet Place. Is it the first trailer for yep. Mission <laughs> I'm going to say number three... Mission Impossible 6. Number 4. Can I do Spider-Verse twice? <laughs> um, honestly, thinking right now about like what the trailers look like, I feel like Aquaman can be really good. Okay. It has the potential to be really good. I'm just saying that. I'm just putting it at number 4. Just well, because that's... Aquaman's sitting right next to me. Mm-hmm. And I need to stay loyal. Just got to throw it in there, especially since okay. I put a Marvel one right at the top. All right. Um, so that's more of just saving face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, five Infinity War. Okay. As much as I love uh, culminations, I feel like Infinity War didn't have its own self-contained plot enough to really warrant a top rank. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all these other movies you can watch on its own mm-hmm. and you can get your story. Mm-hmm. Um but you also skipped over the fact that when I was ranking the superhero movies, I put infinity war at number one, but then it was number five in my top five and spider verse was number three. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard the words, but they did not go in as one. St- they, they what? went in parallel. Okay. <laughs> and not in sequence. <laughs> All right. In sequence. When I was ranking my favorite superhero movies, uh-huh. I'm still in line. Spider Verse was number two. Yeah. Infinity War was number one. Yes. When I was ranking my favorite movies, uh-huh. Infinity War was number five. Spider Verse was number three. Okay, why? Because I refuse to be rational about these things. Cool. Also, we're running on very little sleep yep. right now. <laughs> I'm ready to call it. Oh, we'd better call I, it. I am. 
so close to being dead, shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for suffering through this with Thank us. Thank God I don't have to do this part. <laughs> uh, you can find... Get all my shit out of the way from the beginning. You can find all our better episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean, and honestly, some of our better ones are also going to be back on YouTube. I just love how bad this... Like, we just know this is going to be bad. It's... Pr- I hope it's entertaining for everyone. Um, it's, it's entertaining for me, at least. If you were entertained by this, tell us about it on Facebook, where we're Just Us Losers, uh, or on Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod, or I don't know if you can actually tell us about things on Instagram, but we're there at Just Us Losers Pod. Um, we're Just Us Losers Pod at gmail.com. If you want to write an extended rant about how beautiful and profound this episode was and how it changed your life. Um, if you didn't like this episode, please shut up. We don't want to hear that. Uh, Negativity breeds positive. What? I don't know. Look, I don't. I don't know what we're going to be talking about in the new year. Um. Well, I mean, we might actually end up doing just to catch up on all the news and what you've been up to for the past month. So that seems like a very possible. Yeah, we'll we'll probably just do that. Uh, I think I'm gotten through the things i'm sure i'm forgetting several don't forget to tell a friend um thanks for listening bye i hope happy new year happy new year bye bye